Welcome back yet again to another episode of the Snug Dan Nerdcast. I am so very sorry that we have been gone for a few weeks, but the holidays made things really busy and really hard to schedule. So, Merry Christmas to those who celebrate, and a Happy New Year. I got Danny across the table. Howdy. Because we went and watched the new Spider-Man, I personally watched it several times, but there is someone in this room who watched it more than I did. It's me. It's not me. It's totally not Danny. (laughs) Um, It's actually the man himself, Peter fucking Parker, Spider-Man himself, is here with us recording in the studio right now. What's up, guys? It's Tom Holland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it didn't even oh, try hello. for the British yeah. accent? Come on, man. <laughs> oh, I was going American, yeah. Um, he, well, he did say Peter Parker, so you know, I was playing I mean, the role. Yeah. Um, so t- this is our first episode recording in the actual room that yeah. we're going to have dedicated to recording. We are in uh, the studio. Kevin's done a great job setting it up. He, we have a table. We have some chairs. Um, we also have a bunch of, like, not a bunch. We have quite a few, actually. <laughs> Not a bunch, but a bunch (laughs) of sound panels that are just kind of set up. And they're actually doing a pretty good job, I think, of suppressing most of the noise. We've got a two-foot strip um, around the room at about head level for where we're uh, talking at. Um, So that that way, hopefully, it kind of dampens from echoing on us. Uh, And it's been doing a pretty good job so far. We did quite a bit of audio testing just to make sure that everything was uh, copacetic. Um, I do have to, before we get into the show, I got to give a big shout out to, uh, my secret Findle on the, uh, lawful stupid discord, whoever you were, I'm pretty sure it was Abon, but she refuses to say whether she was or wasn't. Um, so whoever my secret Findle was, um, thank you so very much for the sound dampening panels because this, uh, wouldn't have been possible so soon without you. Yeah, no kidding. They they've been very supportive of us actually. Yep. As, even being such a small cast, mm-hmm. um they they're super just they bought us the sound panels for you um and and uh, several of them are listening. Mm-hmm. I know that for a fact because ever since you talked about them, our views have just gone up. Um I even think they might be a result of the 100 listen spike that we had <laughs> last month. It's so. entirely possible. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, so just thank you, you guys. That's so They're, nice. I promise yeah. you, I'm not in the Discord. Well, I am in the Discord, but I'm not paying attention to it. Yeah. Uh, but I am paying attention in person. So. Yeah. Um, and then also a shout out. I don't even know if he listens, but to our good friend Nick, um, the table that is set up in here for us to record on um, was something that one of his clients was just going to throw out, but had barely been used. And he offered me the opportunity to have it. Um. So I got this table completely from free because of him. Um, and then also a shout out to my cousin, Jenny, who um, found the barstool chairs that we are using. So thanks to those people, I have basically been able to put this studio together for almost nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just we've, we've been very privileged in having a lot of connections and a lot of people helping us out um, with so much free stuff. Like most people wouldn't even be able to do this. Mm-hmm. Kevin, with you renting a house and having a spare room to be able to do this um, and all the donations we had from our friends is just insane. All the Um, support that we've had from all of our listeners and friends and family has just been one of the biggest things that's driven this podcast to continue. I do have to steal quite a bit of credit for for us not casting this entire month uh, because not only did I wimp out of our uh, early December cast... (laughs) 
<clears throat> because I was not feeling it. I just wasn't in, I didn't have the energy. Um, it sometimes. About a week after that, I got terribly ill. Yeah. Um, actually, awfully ill. I couldn't go a few seconds without coughing, and there's no way I could have talked for an hour and a half. Yeah, um, no, he was, he was Especially struggling. about Spider-Man, and I really wanted Spider-Man cast to be a good one and with our buddy Joseph. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't... Yeah, that's that's Spidey boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I, I couldn't do it um, with the, the condition I was in, so I waited till I was better, and then after that, we were going to record... And timings just didn't line up for any yep. of us, and so we had to hold it back again. But we're here because we want to give a quality cast. Yep. So if any of you are wondering what happened, that's what happened. Don't worry. Moving forward, yep. we Promise should be more consistent. Quit. Absolutely not. <laughs> so Joseph, you're back again. Um, I am. And hopefully, I'm so happy to be back. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you're here, man. <laughs> hopefully, everybody remembers Joseph, but you. Um, you are probably the biggest fan of Spider-Man that I know. I Damn, sure. without a doubt, he is the biggest fan of Spider-Man that I know. So, yeah. Um, um, I don't know if we want. Do you want to do any kind of refresher or just? I can say I think say hi. If if they need to, they can they can pop back to the. You can the go first listen episode to episode ten in. again. You know. Yeah, please do. Yep. Uh, our yeah. most listened episode, actually. Believe I have listened to it a couple times. Top myself. ten comic book characters. <laughs> Great yeah. episode. Um, it was a very good episode. Um, but yeah, we um. We all went and saw uh, Spider-Man in theaters on the uh, the special preview night on the 16th, um, and then several of us went again the next night, um, and then Joseph continued to go like every consecutive night after that that he was available. Yes, I did. <laughs> I went the next morning, the Saturday, and then I couldn't because of uh, football, and then uh, we had a Christmas party with all our friends, and then yep. just like work and... It was the week of Christmas, so it was a little crazy. It was a busy month, man, for all of us. We were just yes, it insanely was. busy all month. I, yeah. I st- you, I'm still busy. Dude, you should, like, the house, does. it's not perfect, but, like, you should have seen it, like, Christmas night. Oh, my God. It was it was so bad. I, I ended up, like, canceling what I had Sunday night just because I was like, no, I have to clean. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> like I was losing my mind. I had to clean the house. No, I, I got you. I mean, we we have we all have things that we need to take care of. Um, and for us, the cast is a hobby, so we're just trying to do it at a healthy pace. And this way, we don't get sick of doing it either. Yeah. Um. So, it has been several weeks, right? Three. Nope, just one. What? No, I mean uh, since uh, the movie since... came out, No Way Home, right? This was just its uh, second weekend. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It's only been a week? Oh my it's god, it feels like a few. The, well, yeah. it'll 27th, be... 27th, yeah. I don't know when I'm going to upload this episode. <laughs> I don't we'll know when I will. We'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> um, um, but by now, you have probably seen slash heard of any spoilers um, if you are clicking on this. Mm-hmm. So if you clicked on this, you have no excuse. Yeah, yeah. none whatsoever. Okay. Full I, spoilers. Yeah, if you have like, yeah, if you are upset about spoilers, you don't want to hear spoilers, but you are listening to this episode, I guarantee you Danny will have put spoilers somewhere in the title. In which case, at this point, if you are still listening and you don't want to hear spoilers... I'm. I don't feel sorry for you anymore. You are a chaotic person and don't care about order, <laughs> and you're one step closer to becoming the Joker. So, so superhero movies aren't your thing. If Spider Man's not your thing, this is not going to be the episode for you because yeah. this is all we're talking about tonight. Absolutely. Because we three are fucking ecstatic. It is goddamn right. Um, um. So I guess 
we'll get we'll get kicked off um i'll Our do a quick refresher it. um i posted on the instagram so for anyone who doesn't follow us on instagram um and didn't see my post about the prediction um i made a prediction ahead of time before seeing the movie that i believed that no matter what people were saying that toby and andrew were going to be in the spider-man movie and that uh tom hardy would also be making an appearance um now I personally um, was meaning like in the main movie. Um, But before we go any further with that, I wanted to have the other two say what their initial predictions were, hopefully without um, uh, without fudging their numbers at all. (laughs) Joseph, you're you're our guest. I want you to go first. Okay. Like everybody else in the entire world, one of my predictions was that Toby and Andrew would be in the movie. And the other main one that I was really hoping for um, was that Charlie Cox would be appearing as Matt Murdock, a.k.a. Daredevil, in it. Because, you know, seeing the trailers and stuff, it's revealed, you know, Peter Parker, Spider-Man. So everyone wants to come after him after the death of Mysterio. And I'm like, dude, Matt Murdock... (laughs) Are right there in New York with them. I was like, dude, he's got to be his lawyer. Come on. So, and I'm rewatching Daredevil right now. So I've been on a kick for a hot minute and I'm like, I need Daredevil. Like, come on, Daredevil and Spider Man. That's a TV series, actually. Uh, On Netflix. So if you got Netflix, check it out, dude. Okay. It's so good. I need to watch it. I know it's there, but I never watched it. I need to. So badly. There's a lot so of Marvel stuff. That was my around. main one. Was I wanted him to appear, and I wanted there to, uh, I would wanted there to be like a courtroom scene because I think that'd be really cool. A court? Oh, because he's a lawyer. Yeah, that actually would have been great. I, I bet you they thought about it, and yeah. they were just like, oh, we, there's not enough time. <laughs> that's, so much else. that's something I've been thinking about. I want to know how much, even just from like the screenplays and stuff what they cut out because i know there had to be I want so much more cut. they were thinking i want a director's cut big time oh yeah i want uh, a Zack snyder cut version now <laughs> yeah I'm a, you know what four that's, hour movie i'm in it <laughs> that's the funny part nowadays is like people don't mind watching a four hour movie if it's a good movie yeah mm-hmm. people don't mind it nowadays and i think that maybe hollywood should consider that because like back in the day i mean people had very short uh tolerances <laughs> which is funny because we seem to have more cases of adhd and add coming out <laughs> as we, but with which is you know shorter attention spans but yet with longer with the movie and yeah it's because they, they i just think they've ramped up movie quality so much but even though i watched it's a wonderful life that movie was made in 1946 i think 1946 the movie still slaps still a really good movie <laughs> um sorry anyway my uh prediction so they actually kind of shook me with the Tom Hall or with the um, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire thing. I really didn't. I, I was like, man, maybe maybe he really isn't in it. You know, like maybe uh, Andrew uh, Andrew was just like truthful and he was like, nah, guys, I'm not in it. I love the movies, but I'm just not in it. Like he was so, he, you know, he wasn't like so stern that he was dead serious, but he was very like he sounded pretty sincere. Yeah, very repetitive. Yeah, and uh, 
It's like he's an actor or something. And then Toby just didn't say anything. Almost like Toby was just kind of like done with the movie industry, you know? Yeah. So I was just like, huh. I don't think anybody did. Like, I don't know of anybody that even like tried to ask him. Like, nothing came out regarding Toby's comments at all. Like, there was no. Yeah, there's like no interviews. So, like, and yeah. the only time Either like nobody you hear reached anything. out or he just refused to answer. Anytime you hear anything about Toby in general, he's yelling at press. <laughs> yeah, that dude does not like paparazzi. No, he does not like the paparazzi at all. Well, because they cut off his car and stuff. Like, Oh yeah, a lot of those videos I don't blame him. A lot of those videos he's oh, anytime I see like a celebrity being mad at paparazzi, I'm like they fucking deserve that. Your job is literally (laughs) to follow people around and like just kind of fuck up their day and their lives. So it's like you get what you get, bro. Yeah, yeah. I saw a video of them like video videoing them on like getting on planes and stuff, and like they're just trying to be people. Yeah, so it's so it's kind of sad. I'm like, and that's what most actors gets me too about paparazzi. I'm like. Yeah, they're cool. They're in movies, but they're just people, man. They're not that much like more exciting. Like at the end of the day, they just want to live life. Like the main <laughs> difference between them and us is they've got a lot more money. <laughs> I was gonna say they have a lot of money. Yeah. Um. So my prediction was just gonna be, uh, I was fine with Toby, and, Toby and Andrew not being in it. I, I was like, I'm not pinning the hopes on it. Kind of like what you said. Mm-hmm. Um. Joseph told you. We. I think we all said that at one point. We were like, if they're not in it, fine. Whatever. Don't want to pin the movie on it. Um, my other prediction was that Sandman was going to be the original actor. Did they, did they ever confirm that before the film came they out? They did. I actually okay, looked I at it like, uh, I looked at it the day that we were supposed to do our little recording deal. And then because of scheduling setups, it didn't quite end up working. Cause we were going to do, we were originally planning on doing a, an episode before we watched where we actually, Danny and I discussed our predictions for the movie yep. just like really Thanks quickly. Joseph, that was his idea. It was. Um, thank you, Joseph. And, um, and then we just didn't get to it. Yeah. Scheduling just didn't work out for it. So we weren't able to do it. We can't um, tell them to not put out the movie. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sony, so, could you just hold off for a second, please? But yeah. So, um, and that was, uh, I had looked it up just beforehand and he was listed on the cast list um, see, at yeah. that point. Uh, so, but before I knew that, that was my prediction was that they were going to have him because in my opinion, he, when I watched Spider-Man three, I mean, his dialogue, the way he talks and the way he, uh, the way he portrays, um, Flint, right? Flint uh, yeah, Marco. Fl- yeah, yeah. Flint Marco. Marco. Yeah. The way he portrays Flint is so genuine and like, he really makes your heart wrench for Flint in Spider-Man mm-hmm. three. And yeah. so when I saw him come back in the way home, I was like, yes, it is him. Like you could see he was CGI for the whole thing. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, but you could tell it was him. Yeah. Uh, it was awesome. It was, it was definitely his voice. I think the problem was, was that he has not aged well. So he looks way too old to Does still he? be the same Flint Marco from looked, that time. I thought he looked, you know, pretty similar, actually. No, no he's pretty old, old, uh, old looking. Okay, oh, boy, so that, that, lizard. That, the oh, footage. Th- that dude, I didn't even. Okay, so the footage, <laughs> the footage that they used when he was turning back is actually like a shot for shot look of when it, like when he, um, the like sewer scene from Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3. 3. Oh, yep. So like okay. they just copy pasted. Same with the oh. lizard when he turns. Yeah. It's oh, from really? Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, yep. wow. Yeah. They re- well, yeah, you know, they copy pasted. I mean, it looks both good. Of them, both of them did not age well enough to actually like play that. So yeah. they had them voice act and that then that was sense. it. Okay. Which I mean, I'm still happy about Great. it because yeah. Um, my other, my other prediction was um, that Venom was gonna appear or at least make a cameo that's because not only did we have rumors and teasers of Spider-Man crossing over into this movie, 
don't ever, I don't ever want to walk, knock my water over. That's right next to the laptop. <laughs> he almost pulled a Kevin. Not only did they tease the Spider-Man crossing over into the movie from other movies, um, but in the video game series, uh, two, the two Spider-Man in the next game team up and take on Venom. Mm. And, and so I just thought that that was such a crazy parallel to throw in there at the same time as all this talk of the multiverse is going on in the movie. So I thought Venom, I bet they're going to shock the whole crowd. Cause even if Tom and, or even if Andrew and Toby are in the movie, most people will expect that. But if they throw Venom in there and he like, he, I mean like if he just like fuck something up at the end, if he just like pops in for a moment or he's like a teaser villain for the next film or something, people will lose their fucking minds. Mm-hmm. Um, so those were my predictions, really. Just okay. Venom and uh, the returning actor for the Sandman. Uh, otherwise, you know, probably the same as everybody else's. I, hope, I was hoping for Toby and Andrew, of course, and God damn it, did we get what we wanted. <laughs> yes, we did. And I tell you what, the, the three times that I went and saw it, which <laughs> for times. people who know me and how much I have distaste for Disney, um, I've probably surprised by the fact that i went and saw it three times but the three times that i went and saw it the first time actually incredibly had like the least amount of reaction to it second time was a little bit more and the third time was the most like reaction to toby and andrew when they entered yeah like like you were more surprised after no 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 like the 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 audience the audience in the theater like oh legitimately so most people probably didn't see it till the first time we watched it when all three of us went and saw it like joseph was most of the noise that happened when toby and andrew popped up (laughs) that's really funny (laughs) i thought it was the whole theater (laughs) and then the second time like joseph can attest there was there was like a group in the front that were super loud about it and that was that was about it. But like, it was more than just Joseph at that point. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, the third time when I went and saw it, I went and saw it with Maddie, and like the whole theater just erupted when Andrew came out the the portal. <laughs> like. Yeah. Well, so I, the one thing I, we're past prediction time. Yeah. Um, one thing I thought they were going to do to, because I heard people were pissed coming out of the theater. Like there were a whole bunch of articles that came out right before preview day. Mm-hmm. And it said, um, oh, that's going to sound terrible on the mic. My bad. Still mm-hmm. sick, kind of. Uh, I'm at a safe distance. Don't worry, though. <laughs> um, one of the things that came out were art- a bunch of articles before preview day that um, people were leaving the theater upset and angry and unsatisfied. And I was like, oh, they told you not to get your hopes up. And so what I thought they were going to do when, when he goes, Peter Parker, Peter Parker, he waves his hands. And I thought... And you see Spider-Man because like when when Andrew appears as Spider-Man wearing the suit, he looks a little cartoony. In yeah, my opinion. He, he looks a little, a little off. Yes. Yeah. And so because of that, I thought that they CGI'd a Spider-Man and I thought he was going to run to the portal and the portal was going to close. <laughs> Can you imagine how pissed people would have been oh, if that was I probably would have walked up and gone now. <laughs> really? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Because you know, like, I knew it was Andrew... At least Andrew Spider-Man right away, just because of like the lenses on his mask, very distinct. I saw it and I was like, oh. I sat there in my seat and in my head, I was like, oh my god, it's happening. It's like here. And if I had seen that like Spidey dude run towards the portal and then they closed it, I would have been so I'm upset. about to kill someone. <laughs> like, yeah, because oh, like it's it's one thing for them to like you know everyone speculates it and then it just doesn't happen. Yeah, but for them, if they had like 
teased it like oh it's gonna happen and then be like nope never mind Psych. just kidding like that would have been so upsetting there would have <laughs> been a lot of people that would have been like fuck that yeah. like honestly we probably would have been raining popcorn from people throwing their buckets at the screen pretty much um there's so much to talk about with the movie there really is i, I mean we had i want to talk about the villains before we get to like i know i was spider-man we honest. might not get through everything man this is gonna be a lot so <laughs> i'm i'm a little sad because everything that they were showing pointed towards them doing like a sinister six type thing with yeah. the villains that they were bringing in and they really didn't. That didn't happen, yep. But I'm not, like, insanely upset about it. It's just, like, a, it was one of those, like, I was excited for Sinister Six, and then just wasn't a thing. Yeah. Um. So, we might all agree on this, but who was your guys' favorite villain in the movie? Like, who do you think, who do you think, like, shined, well... Who do you think, like, did really good reprising their roles? I mean, I think we all have the one who I think, in my opinion, did the best. But I love Doc Ock, um, the way he was like, hello, Peter. And yeah. then, like, when he sees Toby you're at the end, Peter. he goes, you're all grown up. I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, my heart, you know? Like, <laughs> I know. oh, man, I love that scene so oh. much. Um, I Honestly, that was one of my favorite things about the movie was his redemption arc. I loved the Doc Ock redemption arc. It made me so happy. <laughs> so the funny, well, I want to hear Joseph's favorite uh, villain in the movie. Uh, it's we'll, actually, we'll talk about that uh, I, I think William Defoe had the best performance as Goblin, but my personal favorite there from that go. is That's Electro. I think really? Jamie Foxx fucking killed it. I was like, dude, this Electro's I, bad ass. I do love Jamie Foxx's <laughs> Electro. I won't lie. And you know, and at the end there, until Doc Ock, uh, Doc Ock came up and like totally tricked him Electro was kicking all their asses and you know he was ready to destroy Andrew and I'm like holy shit I was like this is what we should have gotten Amazing Spider-Man too. that was one thing I didn't expect was Electro to be the powerhouse but I mean he was he could have taken all of them out yep I mean they kind of they kind of foreshadowed that when he was like right at the beginning when he was like I I like this new power it feels good it feels better and then he got a hold of an arc reactor like like wasn't, they said, it's essentially the power of the sun in the palm of your hands. So wasn't like, that his thing? He said, uh, I don't want to be blue if I'm coming back. That yeah, was what he that said, was right? Sony promise. And they then, were like, if you come back, you won't you won't be blue. And then he said that in the movie. He was like, he was like, uh, there's some nod to it about being blue. He was like, I'm not blue or something like that. No, no, it, no, was, no. it was when he appeared. They were like, is it the same guy that was on the bridge? And he was like, no, that guy was green. This guy's blue. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> he wasn't blue for even long. Even though he wasn't really blue. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, Electro did do great. I I did like Electro yep. a lot. But I Kevin, do, what about you? I do have to say, just just because I I just love I love that pairing. I, I had to give it to Green Goblin, Willem Dafoe as Green Goblin. Just yeah, <sighs> yes. It was so it was satisfying, right? Very. It was just satisfying to watch him. His laugh, his cackle that I he know. does, and the oh. way that they the way that they kind of like redid him, where it was like he went from like the the more classic grand it wasn't the classical coloring but the more classic like shape and feel of the costume to the very like ragged like actual like fantasy goblin type look that they built for him in this movie was just i, I loved yeah, it yeah i agree i loved um, it 
that was mine as well. Was Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin? There's <laughs> in my. It's just it was so good. <laughs> Maybe that's just cheating picking him, because I mean the movie really did kind of make him the star villain. Um, oh, absolutely. They really oh, kind of yeah. centered on him. They made him the the guy that kind of like sets Peter off. Because um, he was the only one truly to be able to kind of do that type of thing. And he sparked everything. I mean, as soon oh, yeah. as when Peter's Spidey senses went off, it was because Willem switched back to the Green Goblin right before mm-hmm. the cure. Yeah, and he was like, oh, like, shit. Yeah. And then the Goblin's yeah. like, now I'm going to give these guys the idea of turning on you. While um, we're on the topic of uh, Spidey senses real quick, this is something I didn't notice the first three times I watched Philip it. Told so, me about this. Yeah, Philip... My, our buddy Philip pointed this out. This is and very I subtle and very I cool. I made sure to watch it because I've seen the movie four times so far and I'm not done. But I made sure to watch <laughs> it the fourth time. The scene where Spidey takes the cube from Strange and they're fighting over it mm-hmm. and he busts him uh, into his astral form. Uh-huh. You see the Spidey senses tingling around his head. In his astral oh. form. Yep, you can actually see it. it's very subtle. It's so it's subtle. It's very subtle, but if you pay attention, you see it just like it's in a comic book. You see the little wavy lines, it's and I noticed really it cool. this fourth time. I was like, that is so fucking cool. That is um, cool. Apparently, there's a ton of stuff like that in the movie. Um, articles have come out like pointing out a ton of stuff like that. They've, they've added like little, really small, intricate details um, to kind of just... God, they did so good. They did. <laughs> they just they did, did so, so fucking good. good on the movie, man. Like, like, it was one of those, like, I honestly, because of the whole, like, possible multiverse stuff that was happening, like, all of all of that that was being hinted at and the fact that it was most likely going to be a multiverse thing, I was worried that it was going to be too um, similar to, um, to Into the Spider-Verse. In the way that they did things. I could see that, yeah. And I like that was that was honestly my biggest worry for this movie was that it was going to be too similar in like events to into the Spider-Verse. That it was just gonna be like meh, whatever. And no, they did not they did not disappoint. They, they did so good. Did absolutely phenomenal. Um Yeah, I I absolutely loved the villain's dynamic in the movie. Um and like I said before, they really made Green Goblin the star when he, it's such a cool, you know they made him the star too from the first moment you see him because Peter's fighting Doc Ock up on the bridge. Um, he, he Essentially, he beats Doc Ock uh, very cleverly. Uh, Extremely. Yeah. 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 Very smart. Uh, Thank you, Stark Tech. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. yeah. He would have been dead. Uh, he fights Doc Ock, wins, and then right as soon as he wins... There's just explosions, and he turns around, and it's that shot from the trailer where the ball just like kind of like falls on the bridge. Yeah. And then right after that, you see Green Goblin fly up, and he's laughing, and he's got the mask on, and he's on the glider, and you're like, oh, shit. It was so <laughs> hype, and it, I thought it was. I was like, oh, my God, oh, yeah. there he is. I you was know? so ready for a fight scene, and then all of a sudden, just this I know. strange Oh. But the reason they did that is because they're like, that's coming later. Yeah. They're like, that <laughs> exactly, is going to be a yeah. whole scene later. Oh, yeah. They were like, that's going to be and a chunk was, of the movie. It was so worth it. Like, I'm not disappointed 100%. at all. It was one of those, like, initial was just like, oh. But then, like, they did not disappoint. In, and like, I love how back. when these, like, the villains first get in, like, Goblin's first reaction is like, I'm in a new place. <laughs> I'm going to fucking blow it up. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, fuck this place. It's ours. Fuck this car. What year is it from? <laughs> what, I, what I thought was unique was what they did with Willem and the Goblin. Because, it, so in, 
in Spider-Man, the original Sam Raimi one, it's a little... You kind of notice that he and Goblin meld. They meld together because mm-hmm. at first it's a split personality. At first he's yep. fighting Goblin for control and then you know he's talking to his reflection. He breaks the mirror. Um, but then at the end of the movie, he's trying to talk Peter down. And you could argue, I guess, that this is Goblin pretending to be uh, Norman. But at the end of the movie, he's like... He's like, Peter Goblin killed all these people. I had nothing to do with it. Like, I don't I don't know what I'm doing. Like, blah, blah, blah. And then he's, Godspeed, Spider-Man. And then he gets stabbed. And then don't tell Harry. But in this movie, they really drove home the split personality part. Because mm-hmm. Norman is in distress. And he actually goes to Peter for help after the bridge. Yeah. Which is the crazy part, right? That's what I thought. I was like, whoa. So he, they're bringing him back early. Yep. But it's it's as Norman Osborn, not as Green Goblin. Um, and then they go, and then Peter goes, oh man, well, we have two great minds. Aunt May is telling me to help these people. Let's help these people. Uh, and that sets off obviously the fight with Dr. Strange, which was, oh Oh, my goodness. Um, also any of the lawful stupid folk that are listening, I've been refraining from putting this in the discord because I don't want to ruin it for anyone who hasn't seen the movie. But if you're listening now and you've seen the movie, that scene with the train, that is exactly the kind of like ninth level, uh, train melding, uh, magic that was mentioned in campaign three, like way back that's awesome. <laughs> they predicted <laughs> like, Spider-Man. Like that was exactly... I was like, I saw it. I was like, oh my God, this this is the train magic right here. <laughs> um, we're already, we're already, we're already too far in time that I want to be. Oh, um, goodness. But so, I mean, we'll just keep talking. But mm-hmm. I, I mean, you know, what I thought was unique, because we're still on the villains kind of. I'm mm-hmm. sorry if I'm keeping oh, you no, guys from talking. Um, but what I thought was unique this time around was that their goal was not Peter fighting and conquering these villains. It was to cure them. Yeah. yeah. That was something I thought yeah. was unique. The focus was to save them, not to not to stop them. And how Peter Parker is that? How Spider Man is that? You know, that is so the heart of the character. You know, that is such like that's why you love Spider Man. Yeah. Um. He doesn't kill people <laughs> as easily as he could. No, he doesn't. He's right, like, yeah. Even though at first he's hesitant and he's like, I just want to send these guys back to their world, and Aunt May's like. Should you though? And he's like, oh, "Fuck, you're right. Okay, let's." <laughs> well, it's really funny. I watched a, a video. Of the guy's like, you know, anytime Peter faces off against Doc Ock, it should just be one punch and Ock is out. You know, because he's yeah. just a dude. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe the arms keep him conscious or whatever. But he but, hits the so, arms a lot of the time though, because the tentacles swoop in yeah, and they, they block they block after him. Yeah. There's one scene in the original film where he like he socks Doc Ock on the oh, side yeah. of the building. You're like, oh, they, he should be dead. He's dead. Yeah, like, it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, being zonked. That's honestly like my thing with the the whole like should you though like ah fuck thing with the the holy mission, uh the the moral mission deal that they're talking like his initial thought was yeah they do need to go back but then when he saw that most of them if not all of them died fighting spider-man and the last thing they remember was in that fight before they died he was like oh shit i'm sending him back to their death like i kind of am responsible for their death if i send them back now yeah which was what we had talked about previously but we had pinned it as we thought or at least i did i thought that green goblin was the one who was going to be 
telling him, look, these guys die fighting Spider-Man. If you send them back, you're sending them to die like a manipulation at the hands tactic. of another. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like turned look, out like that it that's what I thought was going to be too. the deal. Yeah. Too. That's exactly what and I thought. It turned too. out that it was May being a good person. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, oh, look, I get chills thinking about it. Like, don't do that. <laughs> and I saw, um, TikTok yesterday saying that Peter TikTok helping the these guys for a few of them might've been for nothing. Cause if you, he was like, if you think about it, they get taken from their spot in the timeline. So like they talk about it, like Electro gets taken from when he's in the power grid and he's, you know, Peter's about to blow him up. He's about to mm-hmm. kill him. Yeah. Doc Ock gets taken right as, you know, he says he's got Spider-Man in a chokehold, which in Spider-Man 2 is right before Spidey like talks to him and Doc Ock regains control of the tentacles and is like, oh my God, what am I doing? And, you know, he sacrifices himself. Yep. And Goblin gets taken from his fight with Spidey. Even though he's cured these guys, they get sent back to the worlds. And this is assuming they get sent back to the time right as they're taken. Yeah. So if they get sent back to the time right as they're taken, <laughs> Goblin gets sent back right to that time. Boom. Godspeed Spider-Man. Glider comes in, still impales him. Doc Ock still realizes, shit, the only way to save this New York City is for me to drown this damn thing. He's still going to die. Electro... If he's cured, he's just a dude. Um, Electro. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he'll I mean, go back into the grid. But I feel like that one he would just kind of like uh, blip back into existence, not electrified. Yeah. So he thing, might be fine. I can't remember if it was in the movie or if it was in like an interview or something of the director. They did talk about when they were plucking these villains from the other mm-hmm. movies, and I, I, I specifically, I could be a hundred percent wrong here. I could be making this up in my mind. But I swear I read somewhere that it said that they plucked Green Goblin from the scene after his company fires him. So like once he once he he experiments or whatever with the thing, and they go, "You're out, Norman," and he wants to go on the rampage. That's when they pluck Green Goblin. Apparently, hmm. that's what I I'm pretty sure I heard that. Uh, I'm pretty sure I saw that in an interview. They or something. never explicitly stated it in the movie for mm-hmm. him because, like, all the other yeah. ones were like they talked about how they were kicking Spider-Man's ass. And Doc Ock him was like had his yeah. neck. Yeah. yeah, like they explained the exact moment where they're and and then and then I was here, but with with Green Goblin, with Green Goblin, it never that never happened because if he did, it would be like it's you all said, ambiguous. It's rip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it yeah it definitely it seemed like they definitely pulled him from a time. Where he would have been, when he was sent back, he would have actually survived. Like, he wouldn't have necessarily caused the thing to happen. Hopefully. Yeah, and Hopefully. I mean, he was in full costume. He had the glider and yeah, everything. Yeah, he had everything, yeah. So, like, yeah. it uh, couldn't have really been from that last fight with Peter, because, you know, no. he didn't have the helmet. He yeah, didn't exactly. have the glider with him, so it um, had to be at least a little bit beforehand. Yeah. Uh, With Doc Ock, though, he has a point, because, I mean... Right before he, yep. he kills Peter and he and he takes back control. I mean, if he goes back cured, that star is still there. He's still going to have to stop it. Doc Ock is still going to die a hero. Well, he dies a hero. I was going to say, unless there's a way that he could have, instead of fighting Spider-Man, or continuing to fight Spider-Man and sitting there, could have possibly shut it down. Which I don't think there was. Cause, well, no, because in the Raimi film, he even he 
gains control and he's like, I have to stop it. I'm going to sink yeah. it in the river. And that's but all like, the, you know, that was like, you know, an expanse of time further if he goes back and it was possible maybe at that point, but I don't think it was. I think before they started the fight, he had, or he had explicitly stated it's too late now. Poor Doc yeah, Ock. I think yeah, Spidey swings oh. in and he like, he pulls the plug like earlier in the movie and he's like, exactly. It didn't yeah. do nothing. What the hell? And Doc, it's like, it's too powerful. Yeah. It's too strong. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was so the villain dynamic in the entire movie is just really it's just so good like it really is some villains shine more than others of course but I really think yeah. they all do a really good job even the lizard has a quick talk with Peter like you know Peter mm-hmm. like you sometimes I think he says something like you can't change people or like you no, can change like, them but you can't um, like these actions have consequences <laughs> yeah he yeah he yeah warns like him, whenever like, you try to save people there are always consequences exactly he's like he's like just so you know man this could be bad yeah. um so the villain so he so Peter teams up uh with Norman Osborn takes them all to Happy's place <laughs> yeah, <no poor laughs> of Happy. all places brings out the fabricator starts to work on curing them actually cures uh doc ock mm-hmm. right and doc ock is now on peter's side yep and then he's in the process something happens of... that we all knew was gonna happen yep and oh my god bro that whole scene that fight with goblin when goblin took over after all that time of letting norman like run the show and get in there oh my i was on god. the edge of my seat i my heart was pounding because it was brutal too it was, it was holy it crap. wasn't like a it wasn't like a marvel fight no to be honest was... with you it was brutal and bloody and tom i mean when he's when he's on top of the goblin he's hitting him as hard as he can dude and goblin just when, starts smiling and laughing dude, i was like oh my and god laughing, i was like that makes the, that made me a little uncomfortable i'll be totally honest like he's punching <laughs> yeah. the shit out of him and all that's how good long the like, is man yep. he's just really cool oh my god and um and uh, i mean you guys all noticed everybody noticed i think but um it's very cool how like because the entire time Norman's trying to help Peter, he's in this like raggedy, like trench coat kind of mm-hmm. like homeless band look. And then as he and Peter fight throughout that scene, that trench coat gets torn up and it starts revealing the goblin suit underneath. Yeah. yeah. So it's just this really cool symbolic representation of the goblin taking back over uh, Norman. Mm-hmm. And um, of course, this whole fight leads to the other villains escaping and not being cured or stopped. Um, and of course, probably one of the bigger upsets one that was shocking kevin you called it um sadly aunt may aunt may's death and that was actually i get choked up thinking about it right now (laughs) (laughs) i was like i was danny so while we were watching it the very first time it like it starts to happen and danny is just like he looks over at me and like I saw him move out of the corner of my eye, but I was, like, I was, I was so I was locked like, on the screen because I was like, "Don't let me be right. Don't 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 let me be right." And then yeah, and I was like, "Fuck!" And they, they make you think she's okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's the fucked well, that's up okay. part. <laughs> so the second and third time that I watched, I watched her back so hard trying to see it, and I saw nothing. But I still knew because of the way the glider hit and the way the glider is designed that there was no way that it didn't puncture her. <laughs> and it yeah. didn't even have to be the puncture. The way that no. glider just hits her, her almost, back should be fucking broken. It hits her yeah. like almost sideways, and she fucking almost like sandwiches around it. She's like a freaking taco shell. Almost, like, yeah. Yeah, like 
there's no doubt in my mind that if she wasn't punctured, if there hadn't been blood, she would have been at least at least paralyzed from the waist down. She should have been. Yeah, that's the that's the crazy part about that scene for me is when he's when he's holding her. Like at first she gets up and she's like she's like all right let's go and then she's like, like yeah, I got my bell wrong. Come, hey, get my ass. Okay. It's like when she starts talking to him as she's standing up, you can see her hand shake a little bit, and then mm-hmm. like as soon as you see that, you're like oh no, oh no, mm-hmm. and then she's laying down and like. Peter's like what what's going on he's like you look fine and then like he he actually reaches under her and like lifts something up it was like her her I think it was like her outfit or something he like lifts it up he like and shifted something yeah he holds his hand it's just covered in blood you can almost assume there's just a chunk like her like her gut is just gone you know like there's something there like a, a giant hole or something in her yeah, yeah. and uh, at that point you know oh, this is it <laughs> um but uh what's cool is that this entire universe of Spider-Man has no Uncle Ben. We mm-hmm. don't have Uncle Ben, so nobody has said to Tom Holland, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. That's in every, that's in all the movies, isn't it? Yep. Every, every series. I don't yeah, know. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah, both of those Uncle Ben says it to him. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and before. I mean, which is funny. Uncle Ben isn't shown, but he is a reference because I rewatched uh, Homecoming, Homecoming. I think they do beforehand. And when the scene when uh, Ned is waiting in Peter's room and Peter crawls in and he changes and Ned's like, "You're the Spider Man," and and Peter's like, "No, no, 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 you like you can't tell anyone." And Ned's like, "I have to. This is the coolest thing." And he's like, "Dude, you can't because if <laughs> May finds out everything." And I mean, with Ben, he says Ben's name like mm-hmm. specifically, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. and I was like, "It's mentioned," but. I kind of like how they decided to go this route with Aunt May. Yeah. I mean, I believe she was underutilized in the first two films. Easily, yeah. But I'm like, easily. It, the way she's used in this movie is fantastic. I'm like, mm-hmm. you should have. This should have been Aunt May we had in like the first two movies as well. Well, I think I mentioned it to you guys after the film too. Is um, this one kind of just serves as this as this Spider-Man's origin story, really, because. All three films they do. Oh, they do. But yeah. in my opinion, this one just kind of like really like okay. Now here's the Spider-Man that you know and love because yeah, the death of Uncle Ben shapes him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so like you kind of think that going into Homecoming, like oh, Uncle Ben's already died. Like yeah, obviously he's been shaped by that, but not really. He kind of it no. almost seems like he wasn't really even close with Uncle Ben. Yeah, maybe he came in afterwards. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, but when but when AMA dies. You're like, okay, this is it. Yeah. Dude's changed. You you yeah. can tell. I mean, Tom Holland's just so good at fucking portraying that. Like, he was just so good at it. Um, but uh, you know, once once Aunt May dies, that's the point where she tells him, like, with great power comes great responsibility. I'm not crazy about her delivery on it. Not gonna lie. <laughs> with great power, <laughs> but she there was also, also speaking comes with a hole in her gut, in her, a hole in her gut. So I don't know how easily you would be able to say something like that in your last yeah. moments. Um, and then he, Peter gets shot by the SWAT team. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, and then he disappears. I was just, part of me was trying to figure out, like, I understand they saw, like, the fight going on and the villains come running out and everything, but, like, it seemed like they all showed up just on J. Jonah Jameson's word that Spider-Man was still a menace, even though he'd been cleared of all charges, which seemed That's what a I little thought. bit over the top, in he my was like, opinion. He was like, the police are coming, and I was like, what the? I was like, yeah. Why are the police coming? I he hasn't done damage control. Like, wait a second. <laughs> um, I guess they might have heard the explosion from Green Goblin, but uh, or there was no explosion, not until he kills Aunt May, right? Because they fight. Yeah, in the that's building, when. But yeah, that's when he throws the the pumpkin bomb yeah. was right, like at the end of Aunt May. God, I gotta go back to him, man. Willem Dafoe. <laughs> He's just so. <laughs> he was just so good in that scene because I mean, he goes. What does he say to him? He says something like, "What when he gets his hand webbed." 
When, when no, when he uh, when he throws the pumpkin ball, like right before no he throws it, no good deed goes unpunished. Oh man, you it's can just thank so. Me later. That yeah, that's what you it can is. Thank yes. me later at the end of it. After you can like, thank me later, and he hucks it as soon as you see the pumpkin ball go. You're like, oh my god, because like we all so we all saw that scene in the trailer where he jumps for the pumpkin bomb and just like eh, he's like it. at the end of his hand. And I mean, it hits him hard. Oh yeah. If he wasn't Spider Man, he'd be like, dead. He yeah, he smacked it, and yeah, had he not been Spider Man, there's no doubt in my mind he'd have been dead, dead. Um, he so I really deserted. liked that about this film. They really shaped this Tom Holland Spider Man with this one. I think like in mm-hmm. a big way. Like obviously Tony Stark's death and yeah. hit him hard, but like Aunt May, that one you yeah. could tell it changed his well, character. Well, now he just he just lost because Tony Stark was starting to become kind of like a father to him, kind of a father figure. Yeah. He was starting Following to have that kind of kind of a thing. And then um, and then May was the closest thing he had to a mom. So at that point, like he's just lost both his parents, and then he had to make the whole world forget about him. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh my like, God. We'll talk about the, that. The oof of that. Oh my goodness. Um. So once Aunt May dies, um, we kind of the movie kind of accelerates a little bit. Uh, we see less of Green Goblin. Um, that's something I wish we kind of wouldn't have got. Like when I all those guys more. escape, I wish we got like at least a little, maybe like a thirty seconds of them. What are they doing? Like <laughs> together? Because or yeah. do they all just kind of go their like, way? Yeah. But when they find out Spidey has the box, then they all have the same idea. They're like, "Fuck, let's go get it." We have to so go it take definitely it out, yeah. seemed like Sandman just noped out because he was like, "Well, fuck, I'm not going home now." Yeah. And uh, Doc Ock ran because he didn't want to have to. Like he wasn't gonna fight all of that. Like yeah. <laughs> fuck that. Um, Especially Electro. Yeah, since Electro just freaking. I, I wanted to point him. something out too. I'm so sorry to interrupt, but I wanted to point out too. How come on, Doctor Strange? How hypocritical! It's their fate. Well, Doctor Strange, if we played like that, it was the fate of the universe to be divided by half. <laughs> you know, like yeah, because you used the time stone to alter an outcome that mm-hmm. divided a timeline. You know, like. uh we shouldn't be here because you did that, you know, well, like, think, so obviously I think Peter should have said that, like, well, if it wasn't for you in the time stone, we wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here. I think that might've been what he was meaning when he was like, strange, have a heart. Yeah. It was like, homie, we already did this once and like altered fate for people because they didn't deserve to die. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. I, it was just really funny. And, um, I'm sure Dr. Strange is going to get shaped more in his, in his movie. Oh man, um, super excited! For I have so too. much to watch before that comes out. Oh my god! You yes, do. you do. Um, so yeah, so we skip skip ahead, and um, Ned gets a new superpower for some reason. You know, it took oh. Doctor Strange being stranded yeah. on a mountain fighting for his life <laughs> to learn how to do this, but Ned is gifted with magical abilities, and he opens a portal after he finds Doctor Strange's uh, ring or whatever well, it's called. Peter gives it to him, but yeah, 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 oh yeah, he does give it to him, doesn't he? Um, and then they say Mary Jane and, and Ned are looking for Peter and Michelle Jones. And she's like, yeah, Michelle Jones. Don't, don't they call her Mary Jane? And she goes, I go by Michelle or something. No, that was uh, in the interrogation scene. He says, Michelle Jones, Watson. She's like, Jones, I don't go by Watson. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. And then also, um, when, uh, Osborne walks into the, um, the undercroft and he's like, this is Ned and MJ. And he goes, Mary Jane. And she goes, uh, Michelle Jones, actually. Cause they did call her <laughs> yeah. MJ in the previous film in front of Norman. 
Mm-hmm. I do remember that mm-hmm. Harry. Well, yeah, because well, yeah, because Harry and, and Peter yeah, all like, like grew up together, basically. Yeah, yeah, and like they were at the Thanksgiving dinner scene and all that together. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. that's when he first officially met MJ. Um, so the <laughs> so uh, Ned opens a portal because they're trying to find Peter Tom Holland. He opens the portal. And I thought it was going to be a dud also. You know, I, I also thought like, oh, I'd be a dud. Like he's going to open the portal. It's going to show like a homeless man or something. But he opens the portal. There's a Spider-Man suit and it's not <laughs> Tom Holland's. It's not Tom Holland. He comes through and there's Andrew Garfield. <laughs> he takes off the mask. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And they're like, <sighs> see, and there's that little moment of hesitation too. When he jumps through, you're like, okay, this is Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man suit. But he still has a mask on. You're like, it could be anybody. You don't know. And then when Ned's uh, Gma is like freaking out, then he takes a mask off and it's Andrew Garfield. And you're like, it's fucking happening. It's real. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> oh, I was I laughed way too hard when they brought Toby in because he just came in and like street coats and like. You just brought in some random dude. Like, what the hell? <laughs> and he's like, "Well, I mean, I don't, I don't exactly broadcast being Spider-Man, like, because his his identity is still kind of secret in his universe, there's, isn't it? Yeah, there's yeah, a yeah, there's a Pretty handful secret. of people on the train a train, people, yeah, that know that who he is. Vowed secrecy because you know his mask came off while he was saving them. Yeah, but he saved their life, and they were like, "All right, we're just he's okay. And we're not going to tell anybody. Here's your mask. Like, go on. Yeah, and um, that's it." I mean, when those guys come into the into the show, you're like, God damn. And personally, you know, I maybe the scene was good on its own, but I, I wish that they did the whole because they then once the two Spider-Men introduce themselves to uh, MJ and Ned, they go looking for Tom. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of wish that this scene was a little bit longer. I feel like I feel like Toby and Andrew kind of arrive in front of Tom and they're like. They're like, yeah. He's like, yeah. I had a girlfriend. She died, and I'm <laughs> fucked up over it. <laughs> and then Peter's, and then Toby's like, Toby's like, yeah. I had an Uncle Ben. I'm fucked up over it. <laughs> and then they're like, let's go, you know. And, and I kind of feel like I wish, I wish it was like a, I wish it was like a look, man. Like, you're gonna make hard decisions doing the right thing, but it's the right thing to do, and that's what we do. Uh, mm-hmm. But they kind of don't really do that. They do a little bit. Yeah. Um, again, I think it's because of time constraints, really. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it looked like they were more focused on like you, you're Spider-Man and you need to be Spider-Man. You know, not necessarily like you just said, go to like you're gonna make hard decisions doing the right thing, but like, hey, someone's got to be Spider-Man. And you're the only one who can do it right now. So, yeah. I mean, and that's the crux of the movie too. Yeah. Um, you're either Peter Parker or Spider-Man. You can't have both. Yep. Yep. That's the whole point of the movie, <clears throat> and we get that at mm-hmm. the end. Uh, which sucks ass, by the way. Not in a not in a bad, unsatisfying way, but in a God, I really feel for this dude. So, yeah. so that's one thing where I'm like, you know, Tom kind of wasn't lying because there was one point where he came out and he was like, "Look, guys, don't get your hopes up. Like, this is a sad movie. This Legit. is a sad movie. Like, don't don't sad. get so excited about it." And like, the "don't get your hopes up" thing was just you know. Uh, ploy jargon from Disney Marvel but the sad movie was absolutely not a lie but I, nobody wanted to believe it because of everything that we had already seen Yeah, I, I definitely think I let a tear roll down my cheek at least once or twice um, bro when I Andrew might be like appeared I was bawling so. 
<laughs> I straight up was. Lindsay looked over at yeah. me and I was fucking. I had my shirt over because I like I couldn't see because of oh. the tears. And then Toby oh. appeared and I was like, <gasps> that, that was the one that did it for me. I was I, I was pretty confident Andrew might show up, but Toby was the one. I was like, I don't know. He, he might be done with it. You know. It's, kind of in the past yeah i leaned over in matthew and danny's uh direction when uh and uh andrew pulled his mask off and went didn't get the call my ass <laughs> i know i remember that yeah um i was like i looked at matthew i was like nah he got the email <laughs> he's getting flagged for that now actually. props to andrew garfield though for getting Honestly, asked that question so many times and fucking staying within going dude no real. i'm not in the movie that's for like, real like being able to hold that cover for as long as he did and for as often as he was pestered like fuck the poor dude i feel like i feel like because it went because for the longest time it was a, it was like i haven't gotten the call or like something kind of vague but then like eventually he had to be like no i'm not in it because yeah. there were leaks there was there was real proof like yep. so he so they were like dude if you don't want this to be spoiled i don't think the studios actually told them to do it tell you the truth i really don't because i was just reading today um in an article that tom was talking about not having to spoil anything and he was like he's like yeah the crew was so hyped up everybody was so excited everybody was ready for this to just explode and i really really wanted to tell everybody and he was like he's like but i knew more than anything that i had to keep it a secret because it would have been that much better for everyone. Mm-hmm. I think a lot. I think the actors really made like their it own vow. It was more of like an unfo- unspoken pact. Yeah, they like maybe maybe there was some official jargon from Marvel in there and from Sony. But I, I would really think the so. actor. Yeah, probably. But I think the actors really this time wanted to keep it under wraps. I, my nose is stuffed up. Because oh. I mean, I feel like that's so much better. Because like that yeah. word of mouth, you know. Because like right up until opening date. Literally, everyone's talking about, like, dude, are they in it? Are they in it? We don't know. We got to go find out. So they leave it to the audience to be able to spread that word. Like, dude, you have to go see the movie. Find out for yourself. So real quick, going kind of touching on some of the stuff with Tom. This is like kind of a side tangent, but not entirely. Um, Did you know that more likely than not, more likely than not, Tom Holland had no idea that May was going to die until the day it happened. Is that is that true? He doesn't memorize the majority of his lines until the morning of, so that he's mm-hmm. hitting all of that new uh, that new emotion. Oh, the, oh, that's smart. Like for the first time that day, that's something that he was. I I don't I don't remember if it was um, if it was Robert Downey Jr. that. Uh, taught him about that or if that was just one of the other like Marvel people but he said that that was like one of the big things that he learned being on the Marvel thing was like he was able to react more fluidly if he learned the lines that morning because then the emotion was f- like the first hit of emotion was fresh He'll in his be genuinely mind. Shocked. So it was yeah. yeah, like it was genuinely happening like, oh. to him the first time. So like he does not practice most of his lines until the morning of that's fucking which awesome. means that he probably had no idea May was gonna die until the day that he had to do the scene. Um and when she does it hits hard. Yep. Yeah. And he does so again, Tom Holland just does so fucking good. Yes, at, he does. He's just a great actor. I, I can't I'm excited for him in Uncharted. I'm gonna watch that movie when I it comes know. out. I'm so excited. That's, that's gonna be so good. Um we gotta move on a little bit. Uh so uh, the ending, obviously. So the Spider Men are there. It's all three of them. The final fight, what'd you guys think of the final fight? Fucking fantastic. I honestly, I would have paid a mission just for that. <laughs> okay, so there's three things I want to hit on that me. final fight bit. <laughs> 
One thing was I personally, being that I thought Venom was going to make it in, I seriously thought for a split second that when he was like, what are some of the craziest villains that you guys have fought? <laughs> and they were, and he goes, you know, I did fight an alien that was made of black goo. I totally thought that that was when all of a sudden Eddie Brock was just going to be there and he was going to be like, oh yeah. And you're going to be like, uh, that's not him though. Well, the thing about yeah. that, the thing about that is like, I would have expected that too, because in the, the teaser, like Venom licks the screen cause it's Tom yeah. Holland. Yeah. And so like, it wouldn't, I'd say it wouldn't be far-fetched to say that Venom would just take over in that moment and just go for him. Yeah, because, that's like, what I thought, too. Because he was just obsessed, you know? So he's like, he's yeah. like, oh, we gotta get him, Eddie! And like, and then, like, maybe while they're fighting, Eddie's like, oh, stop! Or something like that. And he's like, send us home! Or no something like brains. that. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but it did happen. The scaffolding would have been a great environment for him and Venom. I mean, <sighs> they fight in Let There Be Carnage. That was the fight scene as well and and looking into the whole um the trailer that leaked for brazil where it showed uh lizard's face getting getting absolutely crushed in Mm -hmm. um which i mean was absolutely andrew fucking yeah fucking his day but um but i honestly i was like look if Toby and Andrew aren't in, and that's not what's crushing Lizard's face in. I personally thought that if it wasn't one of them, it was Venom, freaking bulldozer. Like he's mine, kind of a thing. Like <laughs> yeah. that Spider-Man's mine, you know. Yeah, um, well, because like, because like Venom's kind of a he's kind of an anti-hero, really. Like it's yeah. sometimes he does stuff yeah, that's yeah, good, yeah. and sometimes he does stuff that's bad. So it wouldn't be out of the realm of opportunity for him to team up with Spider-Man in this instance. Um, Especially if Eddie Brock just wants information and Venom had made it very clear that Spider-Man could help him with that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I I think that we weren't off the mark expecting Venom. I think that there were a ton of, like, potential scenes for Venom to just pop up in. Like, it totally could have happened. Oh, absolutely. I think it totally could have. The final fight. uh, So, yeah, like, Electro. Eventually, they all get kind of dealt with. They do this kind of, like, weird little play where they're like, we have to act as a team. And they're like, we've never acted as a team before. And then Tom's like, I did. I I worked with the Avengers. And he's like... That's great. What is that? (laughs) What are the Avengers? Are you in a band? That sounds like a band. No, I'm not in a band. They're the Orsmice. Never mind. This isn't helping. (laughs) I I love that too because Toby's like sitting there listening. Like you know he wants to sit there and listen to it, but then he's like, "How is is this helping?" Like we're in the middle of a fight. (laughs) Excuse me. Um, I you know that's one thing I kind of wish they lightened up on a little bit was all the jokes and the humor with the Spider-Man because it's like it's so serious, and then like. Because they go from crying with each other, yeah, to then like, to then like, oh yeah, I I fought a big thing of goop, you know, like <laughs> like it's just a, or you're a youth pastor, huh? It's like I had to, I I had such a hard time, I'm probably in the not, minority, like on that. dying laughing when they had Toby repeatedly be like, you are amazing, you're amazing, <laughs> you you are amazing, or Andrew. No, Toby said it. Did Toby say that? Oh, did he? Yeah, Yeah, he said it to Andrew. Because, like, Andrew was the amazing Spider-Man. So it was, like, it was a joke for the audiences as well as, like, you know, he was pointing out, like, you are amazing because you're, you know, Spider-Man. Yeah. But, like, it was was one of those, like, they over, I, I know they over, like overdid it on the amazing specifically because he was the amazing spider-man yeah. and uh, i mean and then they they talk about toby looking old which is really really funny i wish he kept a beard i think a bearded spider-man would have been really cool um and but also they didn't. 
I don't, and I think I don't he looks know a little if weird. either of you heard me say it, but when uh, when Toby was like, oh, there it goes and likes trying to adjust his back, I was like, that's literally me. <laughs> that's literally <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they fight. They fight the villains or whatever. Um, they just kind of have like a I mean, the, the Marvel movies have always been full of convenience. That's always been the case. So I can't really fault it. But they do hit this moment in the final fight where it's like guys we got to work together okay and then they work together and they they just cure the villains one right after the other i mean they have to there's not enough time to give yeah, each mean, of the villains a proper fight there's yeah. just not but that as right after that happens they're like all right you know we pick one take them out one at a time let's do yeah. this that scene of all three of them jumping off the scaffolding and the swinging so together cool. Oh, we chills. Absolute chills. So cool. I yeah. was like, yeah, it's kind of weird that suddenly they're just immediately coordinated after they were getting each other's way. But at the same time, like it does make sense. Like Cause they're, they're all Peter the same Parker. person. So they understand and they're all, you know, the two of the three of them were very used to just doing things by themselves. So they're not yeah. used to looking out for someone else. But as soon as it's explained, like, look, we got to, we got to work together. We got to do this at the same time rather yeah. than just individually fighting different enemies. And what's good is it was it Tom's sense. idea, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 And that's, what's good is because he did learn from fighting with the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, <laughs> it is it an absolute smorgasbord of fan service? Yes. Is that bad for the film? Absolutely not. That worked. I've never seen fan service work so well in a movie before, ever, in my opinion. Like, it it just, they gave the fans what they wanted, and it worked so good. It worked in the movie's favor. Um, And and I saw that they were, Kevin Feige and Feige, right? Was it Feige? I think so. Feige, yeah. However you say his name, they were giving him shit. Like other directors of movies, they were giving him shit because they were like, "Oh, you just you preyed on fan service and you just used other other superheroes and other actors to get all the all the views." But no, that was a really well done movie. Objectively, I mm-hmm. bu- I but, believe that that movie was just really well made. They put their heart and soul into that movie. But even if they did, if memory serves, this was the top grossing since <laughs> pre COVID, uh, in opening weekend. <laughs> It was the second biggest opening weekend of all time, right behind Endgame. Right behind it, actually. COVID yeah. or COVID or right what? People didn't give a fuck. No, no, not so, at all. Yeah, it was it was huge. Like you, you want to give him shit or not, whether he did it well or not, there was so much hype and it was so huge that it doesn't matter. He made money. I absolutely. Well, yeah. I mean, even yeah. I mean, still. <laughs> like, but they made there's money like that with this that film. meme going around where it's like uh, the guy who plays Doc Ock. He's like, he's like, I'm doing it for the money. Yeah. And then like the scene of Harry saying, "Happy to pay the bills yeah. on," and it's us fans <laughs> like 100. percent Yeah. Like, give the fans what they want. Yeah, they will pay yeah. for it. And you exactly. think it's. Us, but like, the fans who hype this movie up too, like they didn't oh, yeah. even have to do any marketing no, for this movie because no. all us fans just hyped it up. Well, I mean, the trailer didn't come out till fucking the first I'm one like, didn't come out waited, till August. They yeah. waited forever to drop a movie poster. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And um, even then, it was. I mean, I love my Spidey, but the movie posters for his MCU movies have been shit. They look like <laughs> trash. Really, you don't it like? Was, it was. A, it I'm was like, a damn really dude, I can poster. I can make that poster. Like, but, I ain't gonna lie, my poster was better. <laughs> it, like, you could do a better poster, probably, um, and a lot of people could. But I mean, it's so, so simple, but you know, it works because there's so much in this movie that you need to see in the movie, yeah, to truly enjoy. Like, yeah. Just being Spidey and Strange and, you know, just Doc Ock's tentacles and Goblin in the back. Perfect. All you need. Absolutely. And um, 
I mean, when they when, so when the movie finding finally kind of wraps up, the climax hits. The Spider Men all work together. They conquer the the villains. There's one left. It's the one, mm-hmm. the only Green Goblin. Were you gonna say it? I'm sorry, I stole your. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> I thought about it, but I was like, no. Green Goblin. <laughs> Um, they have the one final fight with him and Tom has that internal struggle, the same one that Toby had actually, mm-hmm. um, only that Toby gave into, uh, yep. and which is, oh, this scene is so beautiful. We'll all talk about it, but he's fighting Green Goblin on the shield. Um, and Tom is just, I mean, Green Goblin's laughing at him, cackling and Tom just keeps ripping on him. He keeps smacking him. He keeps hitting him and he's like, I want to tear him apart. I want to kill him. He grabs Green Goblin's glider. He lifts it up and then he swings at him and Toby steps in front of him and he stops it with his own hands, you know, and it's that parallel back to, um, you know, goblin trying to kill mm-hmm. Toby with the glider and then Toby saving the goblin from yeah. the glider. Um, so it's also kind of a redemption moment for Toby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love how he doesn't even have to say anything. He's like, he doesn't have to go, Peter, yes, don't do this. He just, exactly. he just has he just to look at, at him. him. And he's like, this is not like, it. Trust me. He's like, I've been here. He's like, I got what I wanted. The the guy who I thought killed my uncle is dead. Doesn't help. He's like he he can convey that with just his eyes, and Peter knows that too. He's like fuck, man. He's like you're right. I'm not gonna get what I want from this. Which I thought was huge, uh, for his character, um, to just have another Spider Man, another him, hold the glider. Like, dude, this is not it. Don't do it. And then, <laughs> this is what shocked me a hundred percent. Goblin stabs Toby. Yep. Fucking After dick. He just, he just stabs him. I was like, oh my god, he's dead. That's what I thought. I was laughing I was so like, hard. I've been stabbed before. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're in so much pain right now, aren't you? Yep. So much. <laughs> I, thought he was, I thought that was going to be the end, and that was how they were going to close out Toby's Spider-Man. Was like, yeah, he dies fighting in another universe, you know, and that's oh. the end of that timeline. I thought they were going to do that, too. And I was, I was like, they just... I was, I was like, they're upset. going to sprout. I was like, no. But he was okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad for and it. And I'm glad because I don't know how much I would have liked was, if they killed him off. Yeah. I, w- I would have been upset. Yeah. Me yeah. Too. That was that was the Spider Man. Plus, grew he has up to go back life. and have that confrontation with Doc Ock. You know, yeah. or that's not where he pulled. He gets pulled from. So. Yeah, he goes back to somewhere else. But yeah. Um, so yeah, they they kill the. So yeah, the Goblin stabs him, and then they cure the Goblin, and he. One thing I thought they did really good with Norman, we got to move on here in a minute, but one thing I thought they did really good with Goblin was showing Norman feel remorse for everything he did. Yeah. Because the man is destroyed. Feeling remorse for stuff he doesn't even know what he did. Because like he said earlier in the movie, when he blacks out, he doesn't remember. And then when the the Goblin takes over, he doesn't know. The only thing he says is, what did I do? Yep. And like, oh man, you feel for him kind of because it's like this dude has no clue what happened. Yep. Um, so sad. And even your girlfriend, Joseph, Lindsay, our friend Lindsay, um, she even pointed out that it's like, it's very similar to someone with like, uh, kind of like dementia or like a split personality kind of a mental health struggle really. Yeah. Um, a lot of times those people don't know what they're doing. It's really sad. Yep. And, uh, it's just really cool to see them kind of like illustrate that with Willem. So, um, the movie kind of wraps up. They to save the universe and all the multiverses, they have to make everybody forget who Peter Parker is. Spider Man, 
that's different, I guess. So maybe Strange will even remember him in the final fight with the Avengers. He just won't remember that he's Peter Parker. Well, it was everybody... People remembered Spider-Man because, exactly. like, so when he, he ran into Happy later at May's grave, he was like, how'd you know her? And he was like, through Spider-Man? He was like, yeah, yeah me too. Yeah, so... So they just forget remember Spider-Man. 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 They just forget who Peter Parker is completely. So Strange will remember fighting with Spider-Man, but yeah. he won't remember who, who Spider-Man who is. is. Yeah, yep. exactly. And um, it's really sad because... Yep. All that development with Ned... All that and development MJ. with MJ, I know. his struggle trying to date MJ, gone. And like everything he's gone through in the MCU, nothing with everyone else, with Tony, with Cap, everybody. No one's gonna nothing. Remember. No one remembers anymore. He's not a except hero. Except him. He's, yeah. Like he he won't be hailed as like one of the. I mean, he Spider Man is, but you know, he's um, not. Tom, you know, Peter himself is not. Like even going to school, people won't recognize him if you were to see Flash. Not Flash would be like, Peter. get the fuck out of my way. Say, yeah, well, that's why. That's exactly why they showed that GED prep booklet. Yeah, and his thing was because like no school. one remembers. Yeah, there's no. If there's everyone no forgets, and that means yeah, all his records are gone too, mm-hmm. which means that nothing shows that he ever was enrolled in school. So all of his grades are gone. All of everything is gone. All he's got, like, obviously there'd still be like his social security because he still exists. Like he'd still be a thing, but like. Anything to identify him as Peter Parker outside of, you know, something like that that's required would just be gone. Yeah. Yep. And um, he, I mean, but the ending is cool. I really love the ending. Oh, yeah. The ending is great. You, you know, sometimes these films, they get so hyped up and like sometimes they have such hype moments that the ending falls kind of flat. Mm-hmm. This one I loved 100%. I loved it because as tragic as it was, he makes himself a suit. He puts that suit on. No more Stark tech, ironically. Um, no, nope, because so that's it weird. Won't recognize him. Oh right, yeah. yeah! Wow, because even even the suit won't. Damn, I didn't even, I didn't even think put of that, that together. I right. thought it was like a. I better not use Stark tech because they'll be like, "How'd you get a hold of the Stark tech?" You yeah, know, or something like that. But you're right. The suit just won't even know who he is. It's yeah. like, who the fuck are you, bro? Um, exactly. Like so it was he, designed specifically to recognize him, and yeah. if everyone forgets, that means that every record would be gone. So the AI that would recognize him is also unable to recognize that it's him. Yeah. But and, wouldn't um, it have been DNA programmed? So wouldn't his DNA would have still been able to activate Not unless it lost the DNA that was his because it knew that's what his DNA no, was. Because it always does facial recognition and stuff uh, like that. So Okay, so that'd be why. Okay, yeah. But, it um, was facial recognition, I mean, you see, it, he pulls out the suit. It's kind of a raggedy-looking suit, but it's a classic suit. It's so beautiful. Isn't it beautiful I love that suit so much. The end, and when he's when he's jumping around the buildings, he swings out, you know, and and you get that feeling of like, this is Spider Man. Yep. Like no high tech suit, no MJ or Ned yet. This is Spider Man, and this is his like, and that's why I said it's kind of like his origin story because he has a shitty apartment. <laughs> he starts with nothing but a ragtag suit he made himself, um, and now he has to start making his name again. Yeah. Uh, and. That's kind of why I thought it was like his origin story because this is where he and all the other Peters start. This is where Peter Parker begins. Yep. Um, and you can tell they're gonna they're gonna do that. Uh, they're gonna make him start from a shitty apartment with a shitty job and work his way forward, earning probably MJ's love again. Maybe even making Ned a villain. Yep. That's so that the- was something that I was gonna get into when we got to the predictions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I so I being being the guy that i am um i'm kind of torn because part of me is like yeah there's a lot of avenues that they could turn ned into hobgoblin as he does appear in comics some of the comics um but also 
they also like to kind of play with us over there at Marvel Studios. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a Big very, time. very real chance that they're just going to keep like throwing Ned in there like it's a possibility and never actually do anything with it just to fuck with all the comic book fans that actually know that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Which, I mean, would be a good play. What were you going to say, Joseph? Uh, I was... Uh, right before I go into this, I want to point something out that was pointed out to me in a video after the whole ending, you know, everyone forgets Peter Parker when he goes into that coffee shop and he sees Ned and he sees MJ. MJ is still wearing the black Dahlia that he got her in Far From Home. And when I noticed that, I, I was like, cry. I want to cry bro. just even thinking about this. It's, it's just so, so tragic. Because they loved each other. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, high school love, but still, yeah. uh, that's deep. But and, what uh, I uh, wanted to say was, I wonder if I'm curious if they're even going to use MJ and Ned anymore because you know he puts that note away he doesn't tell him I wonder if Peter's just going to let him let them live their lives and be peaceful they will I think they will yeah the the reason I think they will is because that like I said like that's the start off for, for Peter's journey so what I think they'll do is Peter now has to hold down a job he now has to pay rent but he also has to I think I don't think he's gonna go looking for them, but I think that fate will kind of push them all together again in one one way, shape, or form. And even the Raimi films kind of reflect that. You know, he, Harry, and MJ start out as best friends. Harry eventually becomes a villain. Yeah. You know, um, and they just kind of get pushed that way. It's not really even Peter looking for Harry or, or causing Harry to do that. I mean, he thinks he does, but I think in the future he's gonna. He's going to save MJ somehow, you know, like she's going to fall from building, obviously, you know, as, as Spider-Man girlfriends do, or she's going to fight something or something's going to happen and she's going to have a crush on Spider-Man. Ned, yeah. Ned and MJ kind of looked almost at the end like they were vibing a little bit more like than they than they did as just friends. Maybe that's just me. But I kind of got a vibe that Ned kind of liked her a little bit. I'll be honest. I was honestly worried when he walked in there and then Ned came in. That they were going to kiss gonna, or something. Yeah, that yeah, they were going to kiss, too. like be very obviously together romantically. And it was just going to break his heart and he was just going to leave. But I think that might be what causes Ned to become Green Goblin. Is MJ's going to get infatuated with Spider-Man. Not Green Goblin, sorry, Hobgoblin. He's gonna, Ned's going to get infatuated with uh, MJ. She's going to get infatuated with Spider-Man. And Spider-Man's going to take her from him, essentially, or something like that. And maybe some tragedy will happen along the way that's going to corrupt Ned. But I, I kind of think that that's the route they're going to go. And it's going to be a cool journey to see Tom okay. go from this guy who knew these people to re-knowing them and re-kind re of establishing the relationships. But then they turn. And, and suddenly Ned, this guy who's his best friend, he's got to deal with that internally as Ned tries to kill him as Hobgoblin, you know, or something like that. I kind of think that's the route they're going to go. Um, we're so, kind of in the prediction area now. My thought process on that, my kind of prediction for it was if they were going to go the Ned becomes Hobgoblin route, that it was actually going to be while Peter was try like, uh, while Peter's like doing his own thing, Ned ends up bumping into him and something sparks that memory back. And he finds like, he remembers that little bit. Like he has like a weird dream or something like something breaks the wall and brings back that slight memory. And he remembers when he says, I'm going to come find you guys. I promise I'll find you and I'll make you remember. And he remembers that. And Peter never actually came and made him remember. And he Why gets didn't you pissed. Do it? Yeah. 
or or maybe like somebody in Ned's family dies and he's like, well, you know who I am. Like, why didn't you help save or something like that? Yeah, that's a good point. What do you think, Joseph? Yeah, I think if like, I know I'm still kind of like leaning towards that. They might not be brought back, but if someone were to be brought back, I think it would be Ned to kind of go that direction because I was telling yeah. Kevin about that, too. I was like, like, I was thinking that, too, like it might like the memory might come back and he might get pissed off and be like, you know, and like going off of what Kevin just said, like maybe someone dies that he knows. And he's like, if you had been there, you could have like saved them. You could have helped. And you know, it just kind of mm-hmm. sets yeah. him off. I think so too. But I'm not sure. I wonder if maybe they'll take this college journey as a way to introduce more characters. Maybe like, you know, Gwen, Gwen, Gwen Felicia Stacey Hardy, or, uh-huh. Harry, maybe. I would love Harry. Yeah. Okay. Well, then Oscorp doesn't exist, right? In, in no, this but it doesn't mean but the Harry Osborns doesn't don't exist. To. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's very true. They just might not so, be rich. So I have a question for you guys. Mm. In the end credit scene where we did see Tom Hardy oh, appear talk about that, yeah. as yeah. Venom, he did make a cameo, so he did show up, just not in the capacity that I had predicted, so, so I still take that as being kind of wrong. Um, <laughs> it's so funny, the way Which did I it. absolutely, I looked at Matthew as soon as, as soon as it started and he was there, I looked at Matthew and I went, watch him just disappear. Like, he's here just to disappear again, and that's exactly what happened. But he left behind <laughs> this tiny it. little smudge of symbiote. Yeah. Now, I'm curious... Because as I know Joseph knows, Flash Thompson becomes Agent Venom in some of the comics, but we never saw, as far as I can remember, a um, uh, Eddie Brock either in this universe. Not yet. No. So do you guys think it's more likely that we get an Agent Venom with Flash Thompson or Venom with Eddie Brock? Honestly, I think we... I think there's a better chance of getting both. Because uh, I believe... Symbiote does bounce around, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Person to person. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I believe that we will get a crossover with Tom Hardy, Eddie Brock, and Venom, and Tom Holland, Spider-Man. And I think it would also leave a good chance with the symbiote being in the MCU that we can lead towards that Agent Venom storyline. And I think that'd be really cool because... You know, I mean, this Flash in this universe, I mean, the dude cracks me up. You know, he's, he's like, more of a Parker. it's funny. But I'm like, he's more of dude, a friend. this ain't a bully. I'm like, it's this is just kind of like an exactly. asshole friend, you know? Yeah. You know, when, when Homecoming came out, that's kind of what I thought. It's yeah. like, like bullies aren't what they used to be and they're not what they're what they used to be portrayed in film. Yeah. But they're not that. They're not that nice no. nowadays. Yeah. They're still brutal, you know. And like the yeah. only real excuse I can maybe see Flash having is like he's jealous of Spider Man's knowledge, like how smart Peter is yeah. compared to him himself. I guess, yeah. But besides that, I'm like, Flash ain't really a bully. Dude cracks me up. He's I just kind of an ass. I definitely think we're going to see more of an Eddie Brock Venom. I, I don't think they're going to play on Flash Tom, Tom, Thompson. Thompson. It is Thompson. I almost yeah. said Thomas. I, I don't think they're going to play on Flash for this one just because, at least not this Flash, um, just because he's he's just so like buddy-buddy. I made a novel um, kind of a thing, and now <laughs> that novel's nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Does he just have mountains of these books? <laughs> Of like this guy who no one knows. Does it exists, just like you know? kind of like, disappear with that? I, don't, I wonder no, if it just kind of like, gets rid of everything like I bet that. You I guess do a the real question thing. is: is did he 
did he mention the entire time very specifically Peter Parker or did he always call him Spider-Man? Because if he referred to him as Spider-Man in the book and not Peter Parker, he still has that glory. Then he can still, (laughs) yeah, yeah, he still has that book. Just everyone's going to be like, I don't think so because in the book, he, I I think in the book, he tells him that Peter Parker, Spider-Man is my best friend. Yeah. So I I think that they'll probably X nay that, Um, or like, it'll be like a funny callback where like, Flash is like trying to dump all these books or like burning all these books or something that are worthless because nobody knows who the fuck Peter is. Yeah. Um, I definitely think that we'll get like an Eddie Brock kind of a character coming in that made like Spider Man saves and then like Eddie like likes the girl. Maybe it's Gwen because Eddie does like Gwen. And mm-hmm. so maybe it's like Gwen that uh, Peter then saves and then dates and then he hates Spider Man and then he gets a symbiote and there you go. Um, something like that kind of original into the Raimi films. Both. That's why I looked at you a little weird, Joseph, because you said both. Um, that would just be interesting to see. Kind of like mean, to it see definitely it go could from, happen if there's anyone to person. do it. It's the MCU. They I, have to do a black suit. Spider-Man. If I would have to lean towards one side, I would go Eddie Brock Venom. I would go that side. I think it way more likely that will happen. I really hope they would bring him back for it. I'm not holding my chips on it because they they put him in and pulled him out so quick. Yeah. That, that makes I, me think that they're not going to use him, like that they're going to continue on in his own universe possibly, yeah. but they're not going to bring him into the MCU. It's possible, like it's very likely that they'll use the, a very similar CGI, very similar deal. Like they may recast the same voice for Venom. Um, yeah, 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 for sure. The voice the, is Tom Hardy. Oh, it is Tom Hardy? Yeah. Okay, so it's possible that he may do be, that then. Be the voice of it, um, but I don't know about actually using Tom Hardy himself. And it just because they they pulled him out so fast, you know, we all thought like, yeah. oh, he's in the universe now. Yeah, that's not the case. Because that was not. yeah, that was the argument for the longest time was that they were gonna they were trying Disney and Sony were in you know communications Cahoots. trying to figure <laughs> out how to work out a deal to put Venom into the MCU. And Disney said you can have the symbiote. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe like a storyline will be like. Eddie coming back to try and get back the symbiote. That'd be cool. But I also don't see a good enough reason for these two to kind of have beef. Well, and and we have the the potential wrench to be thrown in everything, which is, Kevin, you need to watch it, (laughs) Loki. That's kind of the potential wrench that could just... All bets are off in that case because of the thing that happens in Loki. I won't spoil it for Kevin, but there's one thing that happens in Loki... And you're like, oh man, that's you know, you that's know. not good. <laughs> you know, like that's gonna have serious consequences for the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, we're almost out of time, if you can believe it. <laughs> we're very short on time right with, now. Fast. With getting close, there's one more thing I would yeah, like to talk about. Your mind. I feel like we've been it interrupting is, you. Besides, like the moment Toby and Andrew appear to like the end, that's my whole favorite part. But my second absolute favorite part is Matt Murdock appearing as daredevil oh, i fucking that. love that, line, that so much that line though when he catches the brick that comes through the window he's yeah. like, how'd you do that because they all know he's blind but they I'm don't know really he's daredevil he's yeah like, i'm a really good lawyer because <laughs> like, as soon as i saw the cane i was like oh fuck yeah and then i saw it was charlie cox i was like yeah baby i love my life and it's so good my life. because he's like you know peter your charges they're dropped you're good and happy you gotta watch out you should get a really good lawyer 
But then he's like, you know what, Peter, it's not done. You know, you got the court of public opinion, which we follow in like the scene when mm-hmm. he goes back to high school. You know, everyone's right there and the fucking gym teacher's like, oh my God, the Mysterio was right. Mysterio was right. We know what you did. We know but what you did. I, I love the fact and I really hope. I mean, I thought about it like I didn't think about this till maybe after the third or this previous time that I saw it. But I was like, oh, I hope this leads to like a Spidey Daredevil team up. But, you know, with everyone forgetting that Peter Parker Spider-Man means Matt Murdock's not going to remember Peter Parker Spider-Man. Won't know who he is and he won't have helped him. But I wonder, but I'm hoping maybe it still leads to a team up and this will be able to allow us to build that. I was gonna say back it, up to where they maybe reveal their the fact that they even each threw other. him in probably means that they're gonna go for a team it, up. If they don't, I'm gonna be so <laughs> mad. Everyone forgetting who Peter Parker is absolutely does not rule out the possibility for them to team up just because of how often they cross paths in the comic books. Exactly. Like it is totally normal. They they roam the same territory. They're both around New York City doing yeah. you know, doing their superhero stuff. So and the I, I mentioned it to you when we came out of the theater on Friday. Um, unfortunately, Danny wasn't feeling well, so he wasn't able to make it for that. But um, we, uh, I, I kind of mentioned a callback to that that 2000 Spider-Man game that I mm-hmm. keep mentioning every time we bring up Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there is a scene, like a legitimate cutscene, that you can't skip, where Daredevil comes out of nowhere and you have a full dialogue with Daredevil and then all of a sudden you're in a helicopter chase scene and you have to run from the helicopter. But like legitimately like they stop and like you have a whole conversation with him about stuff that's going on in the area and he warns you like, hey, by the way, this is kind of going on. I caught this, da da da, which alludes to later in the, the campaign of that game. But and then he's like, all right, yeah, thanks. Stay safe out there. And off they go. Like, they're totally familiar with each other, like, on a yeah. regular basis. So it wouldn't be out of the realm so at all. No, not to, at all. Yeah. And like, I just hate because the fact, he doesn't know this, Peter Parker doesn't doesn't. And I hate anything. the fact that they don't already do this. I'm like, dude, it's New York City. You have fucking Spider-Man in there. You got Daredevil in there. You got so many people in there. They are bound to cross paths. And I That's mean, I'm not too. stupid. I get why they don't. It would cost a lot of money to just have all these guys in the same movie or TV show all the time. Yeah, I get it. But, like, come on, man. Spidey and Daredevil, I think, would be my top one I would want to see in the future. And if I don't get it, I'm going to riot. I'm going to continue to watch because I love it. But I will be very upset while watching. (laughs) So, real quick, um, I don't know if you guys have caught any of the news that's been going on with Tom Holland. But he actually has said that he doesn't want to do another one outside of... Like, they've confirmed Spider-Man 4 for him, but he doesn't want to do any more. Yeah. He said that he's... He hasn't said he doesn't want to do it, but he's being very... He said he wants back, to start like a saying, who knows, you know, maybe it's well, time for someone else to come in. And he also alluded to a female Spider-Man. He, yeah, exactly. he was like, I, well, he did say, I would love to see a Spider-Gwen or a mm-hmm. Spider-Woman. Um, he said in the interview that he was, um, not that he was, like, that he loved being Spider-Man, but that he felt like they just kept making the same Spider-Man over and over again, and he wanted to see something different. Well, he also yeah. said that he wanted to do an older Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. He said that, like, I mean, even past college, I think, is what mm-hmm. it is. Um, past yeah. college age. He wants to do, like, an adult Spider-Man, mm-hmm. which I think would be very cool. Mm-hmm. And with his development that his character's gone through in this movie... I would love to totally see some doable. like some PTSD shit, you know, like like he has nightmares about the bomb and and, and Aunt May and stuff, mm-hmm. you know. That yeah. would be very cool to see, well, especially because like 
between COVID restrictions that are happening with a lot of uh, the like sets and everything and a lot of the uh, producers and everything, you know, everything's being very, very tight about that um, for everyone's safety. And um, the fact that they're, you know, they're taking longer and longer on these movies specifically because they want to turn out a good product. They want to make sure that this, you know, isn't falling by the wayside. Um, which I super appreciate because in the past, um, Disney granted it's, it's technically Marvel and Sony, but Disney owns Marvel. So, um, has had a really bad reputation for running sequels into the ground and the last, you know, one to two sequels of movies that they've released. People are like, that actually exists because it did that bad. Or they go straight to DVD. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Looking at you, Aladdin. And so like, it's one of those like. (laughs) <laughs> they've been they've been taking their time especially with these because of how big they are they have been taking their time with these that there's going to be enough time to pass for them to be able to let tom kind of you know not still look like a teenager um as well as you know be able to build out that story and make everything so good so honestly like i think an adult spider-man is absolutely within the realm of possibility absolutely um, going back to Daredevil really quick, the one thing I, that that kind of just like what your guys' concerns are is like I hope he just comes back. I hope he has his own film. Blah, blah. That's kind of something that the directors kind of need to acknowledge, right? Because you can't just throw the fanfare, like the the fan service smorgasbord board in there and then <laughs> not follow up with it. Because mm-hmm. if they, because then if they throw Daredevil in there, like oh yeah, Daredevil exists. Look, he's in the universe, and but he's just a lawyer. He just pops in for a moment. It's like a fun little haha. See, we did what you wanted. Yeah. Not only do you have to do what the fans want, but you also have to follow up on it, and you have mm-hmm. to you have to make it a legitimate reason to be there. Yeah. Um, otherwise, it will feel just like you're pandering. Kind and of. I, I don't think, I don't believe anyone's gonna say anything. It's heavily rumored. You guys should check out Hawkeye. There's a big reveal in that. I heard. With a tie-in to Daredevil, in his lore, and there's, uh gonna be a spinoff show from hawkeye called echoes revolving around a character that appears in hawkeye and it's heavily rumored that daredevil is gonna appear in that and it's also heavily rumored that daredevil is gonna appear in the she-hulk miniseries and not just like a cameo but like a supporting role and he might even suit up as daredevil in it so i'm like charlie cox is back baby we're getting more daredevil but you know what what i'm kind of nervous about is how much they're going to tone it down. Because I'm watching the Netflix series right now. There's no way this Daredevil can be in today's MCU. Not a Not fucking even a chance. Because I just saw that they're officially moving Deadpool to the MCU and it will stay Deadpool I think is the only one they will not touch because they know if they tone that down at all it would never work oh yeah it would never tone it down it's screwed yeah um but honestly like so I think I personally think that Marvel's just trying to move in a more the more dark direction because they know that you know people are down for it they're seeing that it's working and they're able to do it properly that's what we're seeing with Morbius Morbius was a very dark trailer everything in Morbius just seems really dark I mean he's already kind of a dark character for Marvel but like they're starting to pick up those more those more dark tones I mean even in this film you know they they killed they killed uh, Aunt May but it was in a pretty brutal way like Uncle Ben he gets shot and he kind of like he suffers a moment you know but I mean Aunt May they they fight like it's it's a fight to the death and you're right. I mean, I do think they're moving along kind of a, 
a darker path not darker path but just kind of like grittier a little bit yeah. more grown up the more, yeah. the more the yeah, dark grown up feel of which is what they need kind of after yeah. Endgame because Endgame was kind of mature but it still was that whole like superheroes always win you know like yeah. Yeah. Ah, Tony Stark it definitely yeah it definitely feels like that was kind of and it's possible they already had it planned to turn that way beforehand yeah um i wouldn't be surprised because you know we're we're in we're in phase four now right yep yeah so like phase four is you know where everything starts to turn dark and morbid and this is you know somehow we've got us you know turn it back yeah yeah so like i think it might be like four is gonna end in kind of a starting to turn dark and then five arc five will be dark and then if they do have plans for an arc six arc six will be heroes trying to bring the light back to the world that's a real i think that would be a great plan to tell you the truth just have a whole phase of movies that are just like these like bleak like nobody's winning kind of a thing that would be awesome I yeah think. people get so sick of it and then when they do redeem it'd be awesome but that's kind of what happened be, with infinity war and endgame right? yeah and it wouldn't be that constant like you know eventually the the heroes figure out the way the good kind guys of thing. are gonna win yeah yeah so if they had an entire arc of just like dark bleak gross eh, where like they don't die they don't like the villains don't necessarily win but the hero doesn't either like and then they have like the sixth arc of just all the heroes trying to band together in some way shape or form to just try and bring that that light optimism and positivity back to the world like it'd be it'd be big i think that's a really good idea um, I think that's also a very safe bet. I mean, Marvel, Marvel and Disney—they—they have the finger to the pulse of their audience at all at all times. That's a smart <laughs> company thing to do, right? They're a smart company, and I think Same. that that's kind of the pulse that they're going to get. We'll give it, you know, a few years for them to be able to make it through that many movies, and then we can revisit this episode and <laughs> see um, how I did. Really quickly, we are—we're. I mean, normally we're at time, but I want to go a little over because it's just such a special episode. We were yeah. gone for so long. I don't mind mm-hmm. going over a little bit. I do want to get our final thoughts on the movie, just overall, just like if you could summarize, like just the things you loved about it, um, maybe even something you didn't like, maybe a little bit, or like just appreciating the movie. Um, I think we should kind of just go over that really quick and just kind of maybe in something you didn't get to touch on before because we interrupted or something. Um, But let's just take like a quick five, seven minutes or something to do that. Um, I'll go first. I, I, I really loved that they they matured up on the movie because I always thought that this Tom Holland, Peter Parker was just, you know, he, he had, he'd been through Endgame. He died even, <laughs> but even after he died, he was like, I, I disappeared and then I'm not, and I'm not back now. And he kind of has been the goofball the whole time. He's just been a goofball. Um, and now he's more matured. And now he, now that he's, he's lost people. Um, cause like he lost Tony, but even when he lost Tony, it wasn't like something directly he felt like he could stop. But with both Aunt May, that that was she was right there. You know, the Goblin was kind of his fault for bringing him in. Like he's got this whole guilt thing going on. And... Okay, there it goes. Okay, uh, <laughs> I accidentally unplugged my mic. So if this sounds jarring, it is. Um, but the way, but the way that they just had the brutality with the Green Goblin and making Spider-Man kind of mature, and then. Tying it all back to you're either Peter Parker or you're Spider-Man. You pick one. Because um, Strange was like, dude, you can't you can't live both lives, man. And that was kind of the maturity moment for, for me and for, I think, Peter Parker in this film was, yeah, I have to give up who I am. I got to let go of Peter, and I got to be the person that 
takes care of the city and that takes care of these people because uh, he can't do both. And I really think they did a really good job on that. Um, and then, of course, the, the stars, I can't stress enough how much I loved Willem Dafoe as Green Goblin. I mean, people are raving about him. They are, anytime I look at a thing on No Way Home, it's Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin. We can't get enough. We really wish he was there more. I wish he was in there more. They just didn't have the time. And um, and then also the appreciation for the old films that everybody has now. Uh, I see people, they're, they have a petition signed for Amazing Spider-Man 3, you know? Um, they're they're yelling at Sony to make a third one, <laughs> and they might just do it because they know if we give the fans what they want, it could turn out well. Um, and then you know they they talk, and then everyone's kind of just tying everything back with Toby and and Andrew relating to Tom, and it was just such a well put together movie. Top ten films for me easily, like maybe even top five films ever for me, uh, just because it was so balanced with great being a great movie and a great fan service um that's what i thought i just thought it was a great film all around not a lot to criticize honestly just like i said just wish there was more mm-hmm. <laughs> can't wait for that director's cut you give me that four hour spider-man joseph what do you think uh i thought it was fucking fantastic i love it it is probably my favorite movie of all time now it's my yeah. favorite mcu movies my favorite spidey movies my favorite superhero movie anything i fucking love it like i said i've seen it four times i'm not done uh i just thought it was so fantastic maybe something i wish we could like i obviously if it was my choice this movie would be like 10 fucking hours long yeah no shit but yeah i wish we gotten a little bit more at the beginning like when everyone finds out to him, like kind of going to the spell, it all happens very quickly. Yeah. And I wish we'd gotten that a little bit more, like it was kind of broader. Like, I agree. Really, yeah. him dealing with that, like, math of everyone going, you know, Mysterio was right, Spidey, you're a murderer, and really him dealing with that in, like, New York City. Like I said, I really wish there was a courtroom scene with Murdoch and, like, him saying something you know it's even almost if it like there was supposed like a, to be one yeah almost if it was just like an end argument you know like and like murdoch saying this is why uh peter parker is not guilty i w- i wish we would have gotten something like that but in the end the movie was fantastic just being able to see the three spider-men we've all grown up with together oh, in one film I, it's gonna be so hard to top that like I mean Black Widow this year was dope Shang-Chi was dope um, we thought that all the game. Disney Plus shows were dope but oh my god way to finish on a high note holy crap fantastic if you haven't seen it go see it if you haven't seen it and you're still listening what the fuck is wrong with you, you? shouldn't be listening but <laughs> um, go yeah. see it again I agree man that was it was just so good, fucking good I yeah I I don't really have too much more to add from the two of you like that's it's that's it it's Sorry. it is an excellent no it's okay it's an excellent movie like I'll just keep beating the dead horse like I I even like mentioned that the next episode we were going to release was going to be all talking about this on the lawful stupid discord and I was like I'm not going to give any spoilers so don't ask just listen to the episode if you want to hear it um and like seriously uh this movie it was so good i totally wholeheartedly agree with joseph the beginning was a little choppy and i really wish that there'd have been a little bit more expanding on all of that but that is really like the only serious critique that i have for the movie 
um, is that, yeah, I just, I just wish we would have gotten a little bit more of like a little more timeline in the Peter Parker is Spider-Man shit that happened at the beginning. <laughs> it's like, okay, everyone knows. All right. Spider-Man. Like, <laughs> seriously, it was, it was like the, it was, it was the kind of level of choppy as like the beginning of the seventh Harry Potter movie. Like if you've read the books, it's super choppy in comparison when you watch the film like it's kind of the same thing with the the spider-man movie here just kind of really chopped through that beginning part way too quickly but otherwise absolutely a fantastic movie like i i am not the biggest fan of repeatedly going to the movie theaters there's only two movies that i've ever seen no sorry three movies that i've ever seen multiple times in theaters um and one of them, I went multiple times because I just had friends that kept going. Um, and that was Avatar. The blue people Avatar. Yeah, not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not the M. Not the M. Like, Night Shyamalan. Like, it's a good movie, we don't but talk it's about not that like... It's a good movie, but Doesn't it's not exist. like watch it multiple times at the theater good, my opinion. I, th- I think Whereas that too. I went... Honestly, like, people are probably going to hate on me a little bit for it, but I went and saw Fast 9 multiple times in theaters <laughs> people people shit on fast nine so yeah. much but i just i love the fast and furious movies so much yeah, yeah um, of course and i went and saw this three times so this currently holds the record for number of times for movies out of the three movies that i have gone and seen multiple times this holds the record i have seen this one in theaters more than any other movie my record is currently six, and that's for Spider-Man: Homecoming. And like I've told everyone so far, I'm probably gonna break that with No Way Home. Many more to come, baby. <laughs> Many more to come. Yep. Um, this is normally the part where I would ask, "Do we have anything else to say?" Of course, we have more to say. There, we'll always have more to <laughs> say I mean, on this. We could probably do a whole other episode if we wanted to on just predictions and just things we loved. And I mean, we totally I mean, we planned on talking oh, about the things that Marvel lied to us about in the oh, I totally everything, forgot. and we totally skipped I'm over so it sorry. completely. No, it's okay. It's and totally like, cool. I was trying really hard to do this thing where we kind of like guide along the movie and and, and like the I, scene at the end uh, when like the multiverse is breaking in, you, we see the characters. We didn't even talk about that. Oh, and there's man, so yeah, much more. Yeah. There's like, so there's, much to there's touch too on. much there's in this movie. Easily almost another episode worth of of talking to go on, but simply we just have to leave it at you gotta see it yourself. A hundred percent. Even like, if, even if you not, listen to this and you hadn't seen it, yep. and you're like you're like oh, I don't really care that much. Like like I'll, I'll get spoiled. Whatever. Still go see it. Like, even if you don't see it in theaters, movie. like you gotta see it. See the movie, please. Because yeah. oh my god, it was good. You can tell there was passion. A hundred percent, especially from like Andrew Garfield. Yeah. yeah, you could oh. tell he loved being back. Uh, so we didn't much. even talk about him saving MJ, you know. And, oh and yeah, that, we skipped that, that one. Really too. All right, tune it. in next yeah. week, guys. We're <laughs> gonna talk about it again. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, like seriously, there's there's so much we could talk about, but unfortunately, yeah. it's beyond that time, and we need to go. Yeah, for 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 the better part, this has mostly just been a love letter <laughs> to for to real. The movie. A love letter to Kevin Feige. I've the always said I've always said write. in any work, like video game, movie, film, whatever. You can always tell uh, when people really care about what they're working on. Yep. And this one definitely shows. Yeah, you could definitely <laughs> tell. They give, they cared a lot. So, um, shit, I hate to say it. We got to say goodbye. We have to say goodbye. <sighs> Joseph, I fucking love you, man. Thank you for coming on love again. Love you guys, too. Thanks to for us. having me yes. back. Thank you for being I, on, buddy. Just love know, it. like, <laughs> if you guys had an episode talking about Spidey and I wasn't on it, I was... <laughs> 
can I have to kill you? <laughs> <laughs> we we love you, dude. Um, I I wouldn't dream of having one with, on without you on here. We'll probably have you back again pretty soon. I don't see why not. Um, you're such a natural. Uh, God, I don't want to say goodbye, you guys. I know. Um, sorry about the delays. We, like I said, holidays, sickness, just a whole myriad of things just got in the way. Again, thank you to everybody. There's just too many people to thank and too many amazing people listening to the show and too many people listening to, our, to us talk for hours for some reason to give you guys proper thank yous. So just, I'm going to give you all one massive, huge, gigantic Spider-Man No Way Home thank you. For all of it. Yes. Thank you to all of our listeners. We love you guys. Um so I guess there's no other way to do it. With that said, me, Joseph, and Kevin, we all hope that you guys stay safe, stay happy, and above all else, stay nerdy. We'll catch you in the next one. Have a good evening, everybody. Bye.